Yo, 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 welcome to another episode with Life with Me and Mrs. Jones. This your boy, CJ, and I got my co-host with me. Mrs. Jones. Y'all know how we do. We back with another one. Listen, today's topic is entitled, People Make Us Sick, right? <laughs> Have you ever been around people that just make you sick to your stomach? You don't understand why they do what they do, why they act the way they act, why they respond the way they respond. And all these things affect you one way or another. So I guess the real question for today is, can we be delivered from people? Mm-hmm. Right? Because a lot of what we go through steals from other people's actions towards us. So that's the question. Let's jump into it. Yes, yes, yes. So <clears throat> just to give some context on what brought this topic about, I was driving in my car, coming from getting my lashes done, because, you know, you got to keep those things up. But anyway, so I was listening to John, Jonathan McReynolds. He is a gospel slash inspirational singer, and he has a song called People. And I was really listening, like I've heard the song before, but I was really listening to the, to the lyrics, and he was talking about, you know, just the different aspects of people and how um, one of the lines says that we are the best thing that God created, but also the worst thing, um, just the way that we handle people. And I'm sum summarizing, but that really kind of got me to thinking about like, is it really possible for us to be delivered from people? Because I was thinking about how we are just as humans that, that we thrive off of human connection that we we were born into families and you know, the term that says it takes a village. And a lot of us were, were born into like almost tribal like communities and, and how we thrive off of just the interactions of other people. But we also have been deeply hurt by people if we go back to slavery, if we go to, I mean, we could just stay there. If we go to, you know, just different things, the Holocaust, like all of these different things were things that were stemmed because of people. So it's almost like we can't get around dealing with people. And it's about finding like positive interactions and positive relationships with those people. But can you navigate through life without having negative interactions with people. And if not, can we actually be delivered? Can God deliver us from people? This is what I'm going to say. That's a good question. But I was thinking while you was talking, you're really dealing with different multiple, multiple personality types. That's what it really boils down to. Right. And if you think about it, a lot of people that you get along with, probably have the same personality as you in hmm. a sense what? and people that don't have the same personality as you you tend to beef with and, and and you know go back and forth with so maybe we're trying to get along with everybody when that's not the ultimate goal it may be to be just to get along with those in your immediate circle or i don't know because that, that's that's very hard because i think sometimes we put ourselves out there to try to get along with everybody and not understanding that we're going to run up against different personality types. And sometimes it's may, it may not even be nothing that you've done, right? You can be a trigger for somebody else or to somebody else who may have had a bad experience with somebody that looked like you or 
saying something that you said or remind them of you, of somebody, right? You can be that person. It doesn't necessarily have to be something that you've done, but I don't know. That's, that's a tough, loaded question in a sense. Right. And so, I mean, like, just to go back to what you said about we're dealing with people of multiple, with multiple personalities and all that. And that maybe it's just meant for us to deal with people who are like us. Yeah, like-minded people. Okay, like-minded. Okay, yeah, that's like not minded. what you said at okay, first. Because yeah. you said people with the same personality. And nah. I'm like, we don't even have the same personality. And we be beefing. Well, we do, but we've also, but we also have very good moments. I feel like we've learned how to balance each other out. So I was just going to, um, you know, challenge that statement to be like, I think that it would also be very boring if we only interacted with people who were just like us. Nuh-uh, not necessarily. Cause think about it. Let's go to the church world, right? <laughs> people in the church world only want to interact with people that follow the rules that they follow. Walk how they walk, talk how they talk, live how they live, play how they want to play. They, You know, whatever they do, right? <laughs> they want to be with people just like them because it's easier to get along with those people. People outside of the church world who don't walk like them, talk like them, may have drink, smoke, curse, do all these things. They don't want to be around them. Well, that's different. I think it's different. How? It's different than saying I don't want to be around somebody compared who, who uh, see, that's mindset. That's, that's different than personality. You can have, we can have the same mindset, which means that we both have goals, aspirations, or we both are Christian. We both believe that Jesus, you know, whatever, whatever. And that I'm trying not to see, and you're trying not to see, and we're on the same path as far as our mindset, but the way in which that we think about those things or the way in which that we act out those things, which is our personality, our characteristics could very well be different. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I can't be around you because you do life differently than me. Mm, okay. So I think that, so that's, that's like a, that's a different topic topic and a different question, but I want to stay on keeping the topic at hand, which is, can we be delivered from people? So it also made me think back to just like attachment theory. Because like I said, we were born to establish relationship with people, right? So the attachment theory is a theory that says that humans are born with a need to form a close emotional bond with a caregiver. And that bond will develop during the first six months of a child's life. So even in utero. Mm -hmm. And then it also helps them to develop relationships outside of that. So it's how they experience um, expression, regulation of emotion, all of that, right? So from birth, before birth, when we're in our womb, it is a need, it's vital towards our development that we have positive and trusting interactions with our caregiver with, you know, so imagine it makes me think about to my days working in CPS where there were mothers who were using, you know, drug users or didn't take care of themselves during pregnancy. Those babies normally came out 
and they had some sort of deformity, they had some sort of developmental delay. It's because the attachment that they had to this person wasn't healthy. So then that cultivates or it, it, it initiates their entry into the world and how they deal with and develop relationships with other people, how they handle those people, people who have, who deal with abandonment issues, those who don't have, you know, didn't have father figures or mother figures in their lives or positive role models or people who they made very good connections to. They have made or created what we have as people. We create our coping mechanisms or our protective factors, things that help us protect ourselves from people who may have hurt us. So if my mother didn't take care of me in the womb, I come out and that speaks for what my life is going to look like. So then I'm going to have issues trusting other people that they're actually going to do what they said they're going to do because the one person who was supposed to be responsible did not. So then I've already built up a wall, built up a, a guard against anybody else. So that's already created a narrative for me as how I'm going to deal with other people. And so then as we deal through life and we have different experiences, sometimes what happens is that we find people that we have positive relationships with and positive interactions with, but because of that negative interaction, we deal with them differently. We may not trust them. We may feel like, what's their motive? Are they really being genuine? So then is that something that we can actually be delivered from in dealing with people? Because yes, the Bible talks about forgiveness. Yes, the Bible talks about, you know, loving each other and and ceasing to resent those who have hurt you. But we... We might forgive people, but do we actually forget? And even if we do forget, we don't forget what they did to us. So then we protect ourselves from ever being hurt by anybody else. So we, you know, it's like, well, I'm not going to let what they did taint how I move, but it's going to affect how I deal with people from now on. Have you heard people say that? Yeah. It's like how you treat me is not going to make me switch up how I do me. It's going to make me switch up on how I do you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and others, though. And, and, and others, right? And the question, can we be delivered from people? I think we have a lot to do with that. Mm-hmm. I think we have a lot to do with that as people. We begin to set barriers up. We begin to set up, you know, boundaries for people. All these things that they can't cross based on our past traumas and experiences. But being delivered from something means what? Okay, how'd you know? I was just looking it up. Deliverance is the action of being rescued or set free. A formal or third uh, authoritative utterance. Okay, let's just start right there. I don't think God should be responsible for delivering us from people. I think we should be responsible for that. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? I believe once you have a negative encounter with someone that's so severe, or it doesn't have to be severe, but it actually alters your way of thinking and believing based on the experience. I think you are responsible for separating yourself from those individuals 
and delivering yourself. Oh, wait. Okay, so I found another definition. So it says deliverance, according to Christian practices, refers to groups that perform practices and rituals to cleanse people of demons and evil spirits. This is done in order to address problems manifesting in their life as a result of demonic presence, which have authority to oppress that person. So I'm, we're learning that some of these words that we use, deliverance, if we take this definition, basically is it saying that the people that we've had negative experiences with were possessed by demonic forces. That's what my boy Derek Jackson was issued. That's his problem. Oh, there, right? Lord. Right? So, no, I'm saying because he cheated on his wife because he had a spiritual demonic issue, right? No, I ain't no. buying that. I'm not buying that. Even with this right here that you just read in the definition, I don't think that everybody has a spirit who has an attitude. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think everybody has a, a demonic spirit who um, goes off or whatever. I think, or, or whoever, I don't know. I just think that people look too deep into some of these things and I'm going to stick with my guns. I believe that if you have a negative encounter with somebody, the relationship is tainted. It's not good. They've affected your life in a way where you got to be on guard. Mm -hmm. You don't trust people. All these things, God is not responsible for delivering you from that. You should be responsible for delivering yourself from that. How do you do that? You stop walking with these individuals. You get rid of all the toxic stuff in your life. If these people are toxic, then get rid of them. You know what I'm saying? That's on you if you want to continue to walk with toxic people and allow them to continue to impact your life in a negative way. That ain't on God. That has nothing to do with God. And I don't think, because God will be having to come and deliver everybody every second from something. Right. And so I like this definition. It says the act of setting free in physical or spiritual senses to set free. So, so setting us free, God would be setting us free or rescuing us from negative interactions with people. And, and how, how often do we have negative interactions with people? Oh, it could be daily. It can be daily or, or sometime it could be, uh, very far few in between. Yeah. Right. You don't have to always run into somebody and, and it'd be a negative experience. Sometimes somebody has a bad day. Sometimes somebody is, you know, pouring out on you the trauma that they've been through. Mm -hmm. You know, all these things. Even if they was to get delivered from these things, guess what? They're still human. They're still flawed. Say if God delivered everybody from every issue in their life, do you still think that we would not have any issues with other people? I beg to differ. I think we would. I think we would, would still have issues with people because of different cultural backgrounds, mm -hmm. religious views, mm -hmm. um, sexual orientation and preference. All these things, we're still going to have issues. Mindset. Mindset. It doesn't even matter. But say if there was no gays in the world, there were, everybody came from the same background, all these things, that's a possibility, right? But even then, you're still going to have issues. Right, because think about it. Like I think about our kids. They both came from us. Mm -hmm. They both were raised pretty much the same way. And they have lots of similarities, but they also have lots of differences. And yet and still, they still find a way to not get along. But then they also have times where they get along very well. And so I think that when we think about our interactions with people, we, we have to take into consideration that we are not always going to be aligned. 
We're not always going to think the same or have the same ideas about everything. But I guess I'm more interested in like, how do we, when someone has hurt us, when we have had a negative interaction, when we have been hurt or we felt betrayal or we felt dismissed or any of those things that, that really hurts us to the core, right? We've, we both have experienced some very difficult times in our life where someone or something that someone did was very hurtful to us, whether it be in the church, whether it be a friend, whether it be at work, whether it be a spouse or a family member or whatever, how do we rescue ourselves or, or get liberation or freedom from the pain and the, hmm, what's the right word? Anguish that we say, right? Because people say, well, I don't, you know, when somebody do something to me, I just cut them off. I don't let them bother me. You know, what if they out of sight, out of mind, whatever, they can say whatever, sticks and stones, but, but really deep down inside, they're thinking about it. They're ruminating on it. They're wondering what they could have done differently. They're, they're figuring out ways that they can protect themselves from that happening again. And so on the outside, they're saying that didn't bother me. I don't care. I don't care about them people. Them people, them, they just people, people are just people. That's just a man. That's just a woman, whatever. But internally, and that's what I'm talking about. How do we internally allow ourselves to be delivered from those people? This is what I was saying, because this is something that personally I deal with, right? I'm a people pleaser and I love pleasing other individuals in regards to, you know, helping them out, being their form, making them feel better about themselves, whatever that case may be. But that's not always reciprocated, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes people still stab you in the back. People still talk about you behind your back. All these things, regardless of how well or how good you treat them. And so this is something that I was talking to my wife about just the other day. I said, you know, it, it, it hurts. It really hurts. Because at first I was like, you know what? Forget them. Forget these people. It don't bother me, whatever. But when you really sit down and you start to reflect and you think about these things, as a human being, you have emotions and you have feelings. Yep. And you can't deny those things, right? It's a part of your genetic makeup. Mm -hmm. You could try to act like, oh, it doesn't bother you and it doesn't affect you, but it does. It really does. And... I think the only way you're going to start to begin to heal from those things, if you become honest with yourself yes, and say, you know it. what, this hurts. And I told her the other day, I said, you know what, all the stuff I do for people, all the things I put out there in the world is positive. And I'm out here working hard and putting the things, putting things together to, you know, set my family up for success and those around me. And people still talk about me. People still dog me out. I said, it don't matter if you're doing good. Or bad. Somebody always going to find something to say. And I said, what really hurts the most is the people that's closest to you. That's always the ones that do it to you. Mm. And I said to myself, initially, oh, it's, it's whatever. It don't bother me. I tried to build up a tough exterior. But that real pain overrides that tough exterior. Mm -hmm. That's on the inside. Because now you're dealing with spirit. And mm. so I'm like, ah. So I, I was saying to myself the other day, I was in my car and I was just thinking. And I said, you know, God. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why people attack me the way that they do or talk about me the way they do. And I, I, I don't do nothing but put positivity out in this world. I don't come after nobody. I don't hurt nobody. I don't attack nobody. I don't step on people's head, heads to get ahead myself. I said, but you know what? It hurts. It really hurts to 
know that people out here are so rude and so cruel and mean when you've done nothing to them. Mm. And I said, I know I didn't do anything to people. And yet I still got to face these things. And this is the thing. I feel so much better when I said it hurts. Yes. Because lying to myself saying it doesn't only further perpetuates the situation and then it makes you angry. Your mood changes. Mm. You walk around on guard and stand by all these things. It's like that don't have to be the case. Right. So when I said it hurts, something clicked in me. And I felt better about it because I wasn't lying to myself anymore. And I said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to distance myself from these individuals. Why? Because I don't want to be hurt anymore by these same individuals. If I, if look, if you hurt me the first time, and I'm, I'm, I, that's shame on me. Yeah. But if I let you do it again and again and again, I don't know. No, I, it, it's shame on them. them right. You let them, if they hurt you, you the first time, time, it's shame well, on you, you after. Yeah, after a few times, right? And so I just said I'm going to distance myself from those individuals. I'm going to not interact with these people. I'm going to uh, stay. And the thing is, sometimes you don't know who it is. So you got to be in tune with who you are and really know what it is you got planned for yourself, how you going to accomplish those plans, regardless of what anybody say about you or not, because people are going to talk. That's what they do. I don't think we'll ever be delivered from people, but the pain that people bring into our lives, I think we can be delivered from that. And what it sounds like what you said was that the best way to begin to deal with that is to first deal with yourself. You have to ask yourself, what is it about what these people did? Why did it affect me in that way? And then what do I need to do to really begin to deal with it in a healthy way so that I can continue to have positive interactions with other people? Because I don't want to say, well, I had a bad experience with this person, so I'm never going to deal with people again. It's like, okay, well, what do I need to do to protect myself from, from that same kind of experience without being completely antisocial or shut off to and open to new relationships. I think, and that's, that's good because I think what happens is y'all, we got to give every new person a new opportunity, right? We can't keep pushing new people away based on past experiences. And we do that right now. This is what I'm saying. Be watchful, be vigilant, be on guard Mm -hmm. when you come around new people and look and see if you can identify some of the same behaviors in these new people that you saw these old people. And if you can't, then you be start. Then begin to build that wall and know that you know I'm gonna give a, a arm's length for, for me and you. We're not gonna get that close. You know what I'm saying? So that way you're not just walking around imposing everything you've been through on a new person based on your last relationships or interaction with other people. Or what you could do is I'm not saying that. I mean, and it also depends on who this new person is. But you could comfortably and respectfully call that out to say, um, there's something about you and maybe this isn't the right way to say how I'm saying it right now, but to comfortably say, you know, this reminds me of something. And so I'm, you know, I want to, I, I like that we are friends or that we're starting this relationship or whatever, but I've experienced these kind of things, this particular thing that I'm seeing 
with other people. And so it's a trigger for me. I don't know. I don't know if that's something that like we could actually be comfortable with doing with people. Get comfortable doing it. I did it. You know what I'm saying? You got to let people know some, this is the thing y'all be open and honest with people. I'm not saying you got to share everything that you've been through in your life with every person, but those people that you're building relationships with and you begin to get closer to those individuals, let them know, look, this is some of the stuff I've been through in my life. I'm very guarded in this area of my life. Because people have hurt me, they've harmed me, they've manipulated me, they tricked me, they've done a lot of different things. And so, some of the things that you're doing right now, because I value our relationship, some of the things you're doing right now reminds me of some of those people that I dealt with in my past who allow, who are who's responsible for some of these feelings and emotions that I have. Mm -hmm. And so, I just want to let you know that's what's happening. And if I if I begin to distance myself or anything like that. It's because I don't want to be hurt again. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that because people right. have to know. Right. People, if they don't know, they're going to keep doing what they're doing. And I think we're so guarded and we're so secretive about our life mm -hmm. and the experiences that we've been through that we never want to open up and share these things. I think if more people knew the cuts that you have on your heart, yes, then they would be more aware and more conscious of how they treat you, respond around you, and do things. Mm. Now, you're going to have some that just don't give a dang, right? Uh -huh. You're going to have some that just don't care because they're all about themselves. They're all about getting what they can get from you and then moving on. So you don't want to educate your enemy either. Mm -hmm. So you got to be very careful and really operate with discernment. Mm. And I think that God gave us all. You ain't got to be spiritual to have discernment. Right. I think God gave us all something on the inside of us that say, I know something just don't feel right. Intuition or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I'm very good with it. Like I can call out something. I can feel it. And, and my wife knows nine times out of 10, I've hit it on the head. Yeah. And so I think God gives us all that gift. Right. Um, it's not just some special gift that you get because. I don't know, whatever. I think we all have something innately in us that we can pick up some things. So again, some people are going to piss you off. Some people are going to do it on purpose. Some people are going to be malicious. They're going to be nasty. Mm. And then you have some that's like, man, look, I had no idea you've been through that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to contribute to that pain. I don't want to do nothing that reminds you of that. So let me see what I can do about myself to change. Because if you don't tell them, then what you're going to do is you're going to secretly begin to despise them. Yes. You're going to walk around with hate in your heart when you could have just addressed it, said something, and fixed that on the... But see, you didn't give them a chance because you never said nothing. Come on. So what you do is you automatically kill them off because of your insecurities, and you're like, well, if I say something, I don't want them to judge me or whatever. Talk to these people. God gave us a mouth to be able to use to change the world. Like, use your mouthpiece if you feel that type of way. Don't just walk around with this hate in your heart. I, I was doing that. Mm -hmm. I knew people was no good. I knew people was out talking about me and stuff. And I spent a lot of time talking to my wife about it. She's like, man, I wish you would shut up about this. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I got to get this off my chest. And I'm like, let me go talk to the people that I feel this about. Yeah. Why do I just keep talking about it behind my closed doors when I can pick up the phone and call these people and be like, yo, this is what I feel. Now, either we can rock or we can't. But I'm letting you know how I feel. Right. I think that one, we have to normalize educating people on how to deal with us according to our specific needs. Two, something that I learned in a book that I read was that when we're dealing with this is like a, a crucial conversation or whatever, just, you know. And so a lot of times people... We toggle between silence and violence when there's something that we need to address. 
This is all happening internally. We have these conversations within ourselves of whether or not, should I say something? No, I'm not going to say nothing. Then we get mad because those people don't know that that's how we're feeling. And we're mad at them because it's like, they, they're not, they're not respecting me in the way that I feel like I should be respected. They're not treating me in the way that I should be treated. And so, but so now I'm mad. And so we toggle between silence and violence because we don't know how to address these things. So I think that if we normalize educating others on the best way to deal with us, I remember after my parents passed away, I told my husband, I'm broken and I am fragile and I need you to deal with me a little bit differently than before. I used to be stronger. I had a, you know, a way that I could deal with so many things, but this broke me. So from now on, I need you to deal with me accordingly. And he was, he respected that because he saw the shift in how I used to be and, and the, 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 the struggle that I was trying to continue to be that strong, resilient person who nothing, who didn't allow anything to, to move or budge to everything is emotional and I can't handle it. And so it's like, I had to educate him on the best way to deal with me moving forward so that I was protected and so that he also knew what, how to, you know, how to do that. And I think that if we could do that and begin to do that more frequently, especially with people that we enjoy being around, because there's nothing like having a riff with a a close friend or something. And then the friendship just ends or the relationship is strained and but you valued it. There was things that you valued from that relationship and because of our lack of communication and our ability to just say like that hurt my feelings or I didn't, I didn't appreciate that or that really, you know, bothered me or hurt me. Like Corey said, then we just say, oh, well, they wasn't never my friend in the first place. They probably been talking about me all this time. They probably been doing da, 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 da. That's that violence that we toggle between. And instead of just, calling it out. Like, let's normalize that too. You know, like it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be in a a bad negative way. It could be a conversation, you know, like Corey said, he had conversations with people to say, you know what, this is what I've dealt with. And so if I seem guarded or if I seem, you know, whatever, unsure, then I am, (laughs) you know, because this is what I've dealt with, but I'm trying, I'm trying to, to move past some of the things that I've been through. And I think that there's a lot of people in this world who have dealt with all sorts of things and we're learning how to navigate with people the way that is appropriate and healthy for us. So I thought this was a great topic. We still never really came to the conclusion. I I, I guess you said God, God, it's not God's responsibility. I don't think it's God's responsibility to deliver us from people. I think it's his responsibility to, help us heal from the hurt of people. Mm. I think it's our responsibility to deliver ourselves from people. How do we do that again? You can begin to distance yourself from people who are no good for you. You can also, like Alicia was saying, educate us. See, that's the thing too, and I, I really like that. I think that's where the real true healing begins. Mm-hmm. When you begin to educate other people about you and how to deal with you, I think 
now you don't have to walk around as guarded because now they are aware. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we walk around guarded when people are unaware and we don't know the outcome. Yeah. That's why we walk around guarded because it was like, oh, but if you make these people become aware of what you've been through, how it affected your life and impacted you. And I'm saying this, listen to me carefully with those you plan on building a long-term relationship with yeah, short term, temporary relationships. These people don't need to know that because they don't plan on being in your life long anyways. Hmm. But people who you're like, I can see this relationship going somewhere, whether it be friendship, relationship, whatever it is, share these things that way. You don't have to walk around guarded because when you walk around guarded, your heart is tense. Mm. Your shoulders and stuff are tense. You can't really be relaxed and be yourself around people. But if you start to tell these people, look, I've been through a lot of my life. These are the things I do not like. These are the things I cannot deal with. Mm -hmm. And this is what I'm going to need from you. And if you can help me and meet me there, then I can see this going a long, a long way. Yeah. But if not, let me know so I can do some what I that I so I can do what I need to do for me. It's nothing personal, right? It's it's about with you. It's with me. Mm-hmm. And so I think if we begin to do that and let people know, that's where healing starts. And I think that's where that true deliverance actually uh, begins to take place too. But I don't think it's God that can deliver you from people. I think you have to do that. Yeah. So. Y'all, look, thank y'all for rocking with us. This is a different topic, you know, and um, I wasn't prepared for the topic. My wife sprung this on me, but it was a... It was good, though. It was a good topic. Uh, you know, I like to have all my my ducks in a row. You know, I like to sh- aim and shoot from the hip, uh, but this one was, was was pretty tough, but it was good, and y'all, I hope y'all enjoyed it. Hey, keep rocking with us. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, you know, all those social media sites we're going to be on there. Um, so look, we love y'all to next time. Peace out.